Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. The Midday News is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra in Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Radio Freed in Nandong, Bewa Radio in Yindi, in Kigli FM in Boli, Klenam Radio in Bato, and Radio Somali in Wa. We are on Twitter Spaces, we are on Facebook, myjoyonline.com. And the Midday News is sponsored by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. This afternoon, woman stripped and abused in the northeast region reviews five other girls were raped by the suspects who have since been arrested she said she was with other girls returning from the market when these men said them and according to her five other girls were raped we're live in the community where she's assisting police with investigations and also here from the national council of fulani chiefs so far what the police did we appreciate but then we urge them to do their best so that uh, we don't see the petition of this kind of barbaric behavior by certain people. Also this afternoon, three school children die as bus transporting them to school and carrying fuel at the same time got bent after a collision. We're live in the Amansia community in the Ashanti region to bring you the very latest on this. Also, Secretary of Defunct Interministerial Committee, Charles Bissou, remains a wanted man as he's yet to show up at the office of the special prosecutor. I've said it. I am innocent. I have gone nowhere. I'm within the jurisdiction. I'm going to attend and then um, whatever information they, they require to aid the work, I will provide. I have details. Plus, explore what the implications will be should he fail to show up. We have sports. Black Stars players express readiness to overcome club disappointment ahead of Madagascar clash. Plus, Real Madrid have announced a new signing. 
And also this afternoon, dog meat, ice cream, palm wine and sanitary parts, all record inflation above 70% for the month of May. We have details from the Statistical Service. We have for the first time in several months recorded a very high variation between food and non-food inflation, with food inflation standing at 51.8% for the month of May 2023. And much later in the National Science and Mass Quiz, a never-racking contest that left six schools in suspense in the Upper West Regional Qualifiers. Four schools, including Speaker of Parliament's alma mater, Wa SHS, are joining other schools to battle for the bragging rights of the competition. We have that and more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. I am MFA Apau, and this is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay on for details. Many thanks for your company. Now, very first story from the Northeast region. The woman was stripped and abused in a Fulani community in the region has revealed five other girls were raped and taken through similar ordeal by the suspects who have since been arrested. The victim who was found Tuesday dawn was seen in a viral video being stripped naked by some men who also touched her private parts then filmed her being abused. They accused her of playing a role in the death of her husband. The woman who reportedly fled the community after the attacks has now been found. Following widespread public condemnation of the incident, the IGP engaged leadership of the community to assure them of enhanced security as investigations continue. Let's bring in our Northeast Regional Correspondent Ilyasu Tanko, uh, who has details from this uh, particular story. So, Ilyasu, tell us about this particular woman whom we are told has now been found. What do we know about her? Well, she lives in the Kopela community. She's called Rukaya Yaku. We understand she's a 26-year-old lady. And uh, she's a mother of uh, one. And she was actually coming from a market with four other girls, she said. And uh, they had to pass through the bush to get to their community. And so while on their way, uh, these uh, people accosted them. And according to her, uh, they molested her. Uh, but four, the four others with her were dragged into the bush, and according to her, they were raped. And as we speak, she claimed that one of the girls were raped by five young men, and this particular girl has also been found, as I speak to you. The police, we understand, has given her uh, a police form to go to the hospital uh, for a checkup. So as we speak, that particular girl is also uh, going to check up at the Zedilla District Hospital. Well, uh, I beg your pardon. I earlier said this happened in the northeast region. Well, this is the upper east region, correct? I, I didn't get that, Ilyasu. Yes, uh, and so this all happened in the upper east region. And we are understanding that uh, what triggered this particular attack is as a result of an accusation uh, by the locals there that the Fulani, according to them, have been raping their women in the bushes and also killing their men. And so it looks like it was an, an organized attack on Fulani women uh, 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 for the, the accusation that their men are raping their women. So this is like an, an attack on the Fulani women just to retaliate. Uh, well, Ilyasu, tell us about these girls who were with this woman. Where are they now? Do we know their whereabouts and what's happening with them? 
Well, when the incident happened, we understand they all were afraid because in the video that you saw, you could hear, you could hear the woman asking what crime she has committed. And the young men continue to say, uh, your men have been raping our, our women in the bush, so we are going to kill you. And so we understand because of that, there were a lot of fears. And this particular one in the video, we understand she fled the community, went to Zebela, and then subsequently fled with her family to a community in the Westman Prison Municipality. And so it took uh, uh, the police investigation to locate her in that particular community. The other girls, we understand some of them are still not uh, being located, but one of them, as we understand, have been found. And like I said, she's currently... Uh, being treated at the Zebila Hospital. And the arrests remain four as we speak. Yes, but uh, the police say they are looking for more suspects in this particular matter. Thank you very much. That's um, Ilias Sutanko, my colleague. He's our upper northeast regional correspondent, but reporting on this matter that happened in the upper east region. Let me now bring in the president of the National Council of Fulani Chiefs, Idrisu uh, Mohamed Bingo. We are grateful for your time here on the Midday News. I understand that as a group you've been meeting uh, with the IGP on this matter, amongst others, where you gave some concerns to him and what assurances have been given by the IGP. Uh, thank you so much, MFR. I say good afternoon to all of you who enjoy FM and your cherished uh, listeners. Yeah, okay. So, uh, first of all, I would like to thank you for showing concern about this particular issue. And also to thank the police, especially the IGP and his team for the seats you know, uh, action they've taken so far. And I also commend all the security experts who show concern in this particular issue. So, yes, like you asked, uh, we didn't meet personally with IGP, but it was a conference call that we did with him, and uh, he assured us that uh, the police would take action. And true to his words, yesterday, morning we had about four uh, suspects has been picked in regard to this particular case. Mm. Well, um, and I know that um, regarding the allegations against uh, members of your community, um, the fear is that there may be reprisals. What exactly are the leadership doing to ensure that we do not have um, residents also retaliating? Oh, well, we ever since the issue crop up, <clears throat> we were talking to our people to be patient and even we advise that that uh, video should not be circulated. We have so many platforms uh, for, on our community, you know, WhatsApp platform. So we'll be advising them not to be sharing. You know, the more they share, the more people get incited and then we don't know what happened. So we have done our best to keep, you know, heads uh, cool, you know. So, and that is what we are continuing to do. And that was what we've been doing ever since. You see, if you recall so many years, any time you hear attacks on Fulani community where people will be killed, some of them bent, children are killed, cattle are shot dead, and all sort of things. But you never heard that we've also organized to retaliate. It's because we, the leaders, are always on our people 
trying to calm things down. Okay, we're grateful. That's the president of the National Council of Fulani Chiefs, Idrisu Mohamed Bengal there. Um, away from the Upper East region, three children have been burned to death after a commercial vehicle carton fuel for sale caught fire at the Hu in Amansia Central District in the Ashanti region. The children aged five, six and seven year old, and the fourth child who sustained injuries is receiving treatment at the hospital. While the 207 Mercedes bus, Benz bus was transporting diesel and petrol to a in the same district with passengers on board, the three children were among 12 people being transported to their home in Edrinase after their school bus developed a fault on the way. Well, Lava Firm's Danai Aojima has been following this for us. He joins us on the line. Danai Aojima, um, you've been gathering more on this. Um, get, bring us up to speed on it. So information available to us is that the teacher who was with the kids on the school bus had to um, plead with the commercial driver to help him transport the six children to their home in Ejinase. So immediately these kids were picked up by this driver. Um, unfortunately, as he tried turning on the ignition to move um, the vehicle or the bus caught flames and these children, three of them, were burnt to death. One other sustained some degrees of injury. The information we have is that this child is responding to treatment at the hospital and the others have been picked by the police and the bodies have been deposited at the hospital. And I Aljima there with details of that incident in the Ashanti region. That's Amansia Central District of the Ashanti region. You're listening to the Midday News here on Joy 99.7 FM. We're also on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We'll go on to some other stories now. And Secretary of the Defunct Interministerial Committee, Charles Bissu, remains a wanted man as he's yet to show up at the Office of the Special Prosecutor. The OSP has been trying to question Mr. Bissu for more than two weeks now. He's a subject of of interest in ongoing investigations into the activities of the Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining. He told us yesterday he will be turning himself in. Criminal. You know what I mean? So, um, I haven't gone ill. I'm within the jurisdiction. Um, I would attend, but um, to answer your question, yes. I saw sad that uh, from 2019, um, an investigation has gone up to now. Where I've written about four petitions, three or four petitions, asking as to where um, we've got into it and you get no reply and then it goes on and on and on and on. That's, I mean, uh, worrying. But then um, it comes with the responsibility that I was given and, and I have to be accountable for it. But I don't think that's the norm everywhere or that's what transpires yeah. But I will not be able I mean, well, Charles Bissou there and speaking early to us yesterday on the pulse with Blizzard Suga. Well, he spoke on Asempa as well and mentioned that he's not on the run. He will avail himself and you've been hearing him. But uh, we're expecting that he would have showed up at the Office of the Special Prosecutor by now. That has not happened. Legal Affairs Correspondent Joseph Akable uh, joins us in studio with more. So he's here to show up. Any idea whether he would do so today? In fact, uh, persons close to him indicates to us that he's likely to do so definitely before the end of the week. But end of the week? End of the week, okay. yes. In fact, so it can be today, between today and uh, Friday. But he's not done that yet. And uh, the, our source at the Office of Special Prosecutor also indicates to us, when you go on the website of the Office of Special Prosecutor, the wanted section, mm-hmm. there's a status update. And so they indicate that once he turns himself in, that status update will indicate it will move from 
wanted. Okay. So it will not read wanted anymore. It will indicate that he has turned himself in. But at the well. last check, it's still in fact, wanted. I'm just on the page right now. Mm-hmm. It's still wanted. And so he's yet to show up. We've checked just before we came on air as well. And we're told he's yet to show up. Okay. So let's talk about what the consequences will be if he fails to show up by end of week, like we've been told. A legal practitioner, Bobby Banson, says that the special prosecutor has quite an, an enormous an amount of powers in terms of what he's able to do and when he issues orders and you fail to abide by them. But under the OSP Act, if the OSP, OSP demands something of you lawfully and you refuse to honor that demand, for example, if you are invited by the OSP or the OSP asks you to bring some documents and you refuse to give it without any um, um, justifiable basis, justifiable basis being that there's another law that requires you should not, or there's a court order that inhibits the OSP. That in itself is an offense. May looking at the powers of the OSP, the OSP can invite you, arrest you, investigate you, and exercise lots of powers. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC under the act without necessarily going for court orders to do so and when you are invited by the osp and you do not comply with that invitation or the osp requires your presence or requires you to bring documents and you do not honor that invitation that in itself is an offense under the osp act well, we'll continue to monitor that for you. Let me take you to Parliament. And after several months, Finance Minister Ken Ofuriata is suspected to answer some 10 questions which have suffered repeated postponement. The questions cover government's indebtedness and expenditure, especially on the free senior high school program. Uh, Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kweku Asante joins us with details. Kweku, so what exactly are the details of these questions and has the minister arrived in Parliament yet? So as of now, the minister is not yet here, but we expect that he will be here, given that this question has been postponed several times. But there's one urgent question in the name of the former minority leader. He has been happy about some government debt to uh, Social Security and National Insurance Trust. He wants to know exactly the extent of the indebtedness and if, whether or not SNED is able to pay pensions. But there are also other questions about McKinsey, the company that is said to have been brought in by government to achieve a certain revenue target. We've also known from the minority over the last few years that they've been raising concerns about government funding of the free senior high school. And so Dr. Clement Abbas, apart, is asking how much exactly government has spent on that. He is claiming that the education ministry and the finance ministry have been putting out contradictory figures. So these are some of the main questions, following part of the 10 questions that Ken Furiata is expected to happen. 
uh, it is expected to answer on the floor. But since he has not arrived in the house yet, the house has gone into a closed setting where they are considering the get fund allocation formula in Parliament at the moment. That's the Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kwekwasante, but still in Parliament, the minority say the anthrax disease is an epidemic in waiting and must attract the full attention of government. At least one person has been confirmed dead from the scores of people who have contracted the disease. Speaking to journalist NDC MP for Nabdam and member of the Health Committee, Dr. Mark Kurt Nawani, criticised government for the seeming lack of attention and the failure to release funds to fight the outbreak. Uh, this outbreak is about the whole region. It is about where uh, the misupply of this country. Um, I'll say that about 40 to 50 percent of uh, the supply of uh, animals to the slaughtering houses in Accra, Kumasi, etc. are coming from that end. And so we should not take it for granted. Well, the MP himself, a medical doctor, has an advice for his kinsmen, asking them to stop certain cultural practices which spread the disease even faster. I also take this opportunity to advise my brothers and sisters from Upper East. Uh, the funeral season have just ended, and I'm sure this is why about uh, three people have died from this anthrax. During our funerals, we, uh, we, we usually, as part of our custom, we kill animals... Uh, to see our beloved ones out or buried. And after killing these animals, uh, we don't eat it immediately. We leave it to be lying outside. We leave it, sometimes it is hanged on a tree um, to be shared among families. Sometimes it can take eight hours. Sometimes it can even take up to 24 hours before this meat is shared. And I believe that this practice should be stopped. Dr. Mark Kurt Nawani is MP for Nabdam, a member of the Health Committee. Now, Majority Leader Osechi Mensabunsu has disclosed how he tried to persuade former President John Ejikum Kufo and his Chief of Staff Kujuin Pini to get Alan Tremanting and Dr. Mahmoud Baumia to agree on a consensus flag bearer for the NPP. Mr. Mensabunsu's proposal was to have either the Vice President as the party's candidate and the former Trade Minister as his deputy or vice versa. Speaking on PM Express last night, he says the proposal is to relevant and must be pursued in the larger interest of the party admits implementation will be difficult. I thought that the two of them registered strongly on the radar. To who? Um, um, Dr. Baumia, the vice president, and um, Alan Shemating, the then minister for trade and industry. So I started some discussions. I went to uh, Mr. Kojo in PNE, who I know to be one of the major or key supporters of Alan. Uh, look, we'll be heading towards 2024. This is my thinking. And then he suggested that, okay. So your proposal then was one of them should be candid, the second, the other should be the person's running mate. Yes. In that case, he suggested that we should have some research done. And he even said that we shouldn't even limit to just one. The two of us agreed that I should speak to uh, the former president, which I did. He thought that we should follow the the trend of elections. And let the delegates decide. And let the delegates decide. So we are where we are now. Have you given up on the idea or you think it's still relevant? If it is, I think it's still relevant. Mm. But uh, how are you going to do it? Now that nominations have opened, people have filed. Mm. Well, um, he is convinced that a consensus candidate for the NPP is impossible now. In spite of our glory, when you assess the parliament in, um, in um, Africa, 
Ghana did not occupy any good position. I think we placed last but one in the, in, the, in the exercise that you conducted. Of 13 countries, or was it 12 countries, Dr. Rashid, that you did in assessing the strength of the parliaments in, in, in well, that's a majority leader, Oseichi Mensah Boon. So taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News, sponsored by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. We've been hearing from the woman stripped and abused in the northeast region, revealing that five other girls were raped by the suspects who have since been arrested. When we return from the break, we have sports and then dog meat, ice cream, palm wine, and sanitary parts all record inflation above 70% for the month of May will tell you why and then in the nerve-wracking contest that left six schools in suspense in the Upper West Regional Qualifiers four schools including the Speaker of Parliament Alma Mehta, Wa SHS are joining other schools to battle for the bragging rights. Imagine say water wake up at dawn. You know both. You know chop. Where it vanish for your area for two weeks. Uh-huh. You not get one drop safe inside your tank. Hey. Our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water, water tank? Yes, water tank. Mamma mia. That water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Kumasi Selenium. <laughs> that water tank be tough like Ghana Army. That water tank, they carry water, pe, pe, pe. so say some no go left inside the supply tank. Mm. What a tank! Ask my boss, Mr. Foncho Gutor. <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank. By Duraplast. Thanks for staying with us here on the Midday News. Let's do sports. Come back. Thank you very much, MFN. Our Black Stars forward, Joseph Pinsel, says the players are ready to put aside their club struggles and give their best against Madagascar on Sunday in the Afghan qualifier. Majority of the players faced disappointment, including relegation battles and missed opportunities for titles. But Pinsel says they will not be affected. The belief is still there, the teamwork, you know, the, the commitment and everything. So... Even though they, they, they had a little bit ups and downs in their club, that doesn't really affect them in their national team. And, and with their mentality, they are really ready for it. And we always talk about it. And, you know, their full focus is on the game. And, uh, you know, the pass is the pass. And they are always focusing on the, on the game, which is against Madagascar. So I think every player who is invited here is really uh, ready to give it all for, 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 for the fans uh, and for Canadians. That's Black Stars attacker Joseph Pinsel. Now to the Black Meteors who are camping in Egypt. They will face the Northern African side in an international friendly tomorrow as part of their preparations for the upcoming U23 Africa Cup of Nations. Now, quickly before I go, Real Madrid have completed a deal with Borussia Dortmund to sign England midfielder Jude Bellingham for 103 million euros. Mm. MFA, when are they buying you? for that amount. That's your spot. <laughs> a question for the gods. Now, let's do um, some other things. And inflation for the month of May 2023 is up hitting 42% from 41% recorded in April with food and non-alcoholic beverages driving the upward trend. Now, this ends the four months downward trend enjoyed by the country since January this year after reaching a more than two-decade high of 54.1% in December. Government statistician Professor Samuel Kobne 
cleaning says the development shows that food is still expensive. For the month of May 2023, rate of inflation stood at 42.2%, indicating a 1.0 upward increase in the rate of inflation between April 2023 and May 2023. In April 2023, the rate of inflation from January followed a consistent decline up to 41.2%, and this decline was reversed, that is a slowdown inflation was reversed in the month of May 2023 with an upward increase from 41.2% to 42.2%. Let me bring in uh, my colleague Kofi J from uh, the research desk uh, joins us in studio. Uh, Kofi, dog meat, palm wine, ice cream, <laughs> sanitary pads. What's happening there? Well, so although the headline figure is 42.2, there are still items with inflation rates above 70%. Now, let me list them for you. Uh, palm oil, inflation is 100%. Herrings, amane. Uh, it's around uh, 81.7%. Sanitary pad, 78.9%. Baby food, 76.8%. Dog meat, 76.5%. Ice cream, uh, 74.2%. And palm wine, 73.1%. Wow. This is something we need to explore further. The dog meat eaters, like, we'll do that later. But let's Absolutely. do National Science and Mass Quiz. <laughs> And in a nerve-wracking contest, the left six schools on the tenterhooks in the Upper West Regional Library. Four schools have made the final cut to the national championship. Queen of Peace SHS, Laura SHS and St. Francis Girls of Assisi and Speaker of Parliament Alma Metawa SHS will join two-time finalists St. Francis Xavier SHS to represent the region. Here's a wrap from Wa. Emmanuel Brightquiku has more. Wa. After six exciting nail-biting contests that left six winning schools in suspense, four schools booked slots at the national tournament with their untrodden runs. Queen of Peace SHS, who won their contest with an impressive 56 points, are coming into the national tournament with a spiritual backing. The Bible makes me understand from the book of First Samuel that David said that, and this congregation shall know that the Lord saves not by sword or by spear or by javelin and with god we are never filled with laura lentisels taking the second slot students of laura shs are promising a meltdown for any school that may cross their path we are prepared for them we are going to melt them this year now we will put a motto if we meet any school go home that's the new motto Calling the daughters of the saints, St. Francis Girls of Assisi beat their all-time rivals, Nandom SHS, in a comeback. The guy said they were going to use up and mop their floor. Now we have shown them, we have used them, and we have scrapped their floor. Back at the campus of the WA SHS, a resounding guard of honor was held for the contestants as the school made their second appearance at the national competition. My name is Emmanuel Baitskwegu, and he is reporting for J News.
Congratulations in particular to St. Francis of Assisi girls. Let me take you to the central region now in the battle for supremacy. Winneba Senior High School and Infantiman SHS will lock horns and Infantiman SHS has been longing for a return to the nationals after a long absence since 2017. Will Infantiman seize the opportunity to revenge or will Winneba SHS maintain their dominance? Michael Papani Ashali joins us live from the central region. What's the situation, Michael? Well, MFA, unfortunately for the ladies, they may have to bow out once more. Again, that will make their losing streak half a decade, five years. They haven't been able to qualify to the nationals. That means that Winneba triumph over them, finishing off with 45 points and the girls 27 points. Sad day for another girls' goal. I'm sure Bernice Abubedulansa, Gifty Auntie, and the rest of them, Fancy Man Girl, Samira Baumia, and the rest of them, I think you need to up your game. That's how we wrap up today's edition of the Midday News here on Joy 99.7 FM. There's more when you log on there to my Joy Online, our new interface, making it easy for you to get the best of stories. Please do well to send in your feedback. We have Living Word with Pastor Mensa Otabil. I am MFA Pau. Have a good afternoon. home is where the heart is then let's go home shall we let's go where the entertainment is where the passion don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket have a turbo tax expert file your taxes for you by march 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly because no matter what moves you made last year turbo tax makes them count that means getting 100 back and 100 accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.